0: Hey everybody, great show this morning. We discussed the macro conditions that are informing the NFT space right now, inflation, the Fed's rate hikes, and the current state of the global and United States economy. But we also talk about NFTs and we talk about the best NFTs to buy under 1 ETH. We talk about the ArtBlock's curated drop that's happening today. And we talk about other stories in the NFT space like Jenkins the Ballet, Zeneca Zen Academy, and more. As usual, this content is sponsored by FTX. You can sign up at the nifty.com slash FTX or with the code the nifty on your ftx mobile app
1: good
0: morning ladies and gentlemen it's wednesday it's hump day and what is this This is the NFT Morning Show. We do this show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m., where we talk all things NFT markets. And on days like today, we also talk about the crypto markets and the macro conditions that are informing the moves that the NFT market is making. I'm P.O. I'm here with my co-host, Nifty Nick, Signal, Captain Kicks and Easy Eats Bodega, and two of our badass speakers, Ben Jammin and Spencer Gordon Sand, we have a lot to talk about today. Can't wait to dive right into it. Big news uh, on the macro side of the shop. Uh, And of course, the show is sponsored by FTX. You can sign up at thenifty.com slash FTX or with the code the nifty on your FTX mobile app. Nifty Nick, how are you?
2: Hey, P.O., yo, I'm doing really well this morning, really excited about today's show. I went to the gym, and then I was feeling great, and then I came back, and it's really warm outside, but then I came in here, and I was looking at the charts, and it was just like, what the hell is going on out there? Oh, man. What's going on? There's like a storm going on coming through here. I look at this wick. The wick just crashes, and I'm saying, my God. Oh, man. Oh, my God. I can't. Like, There's people going crazy all inside. It looks warm outside, but I don't know. These wicks are going crazy, and uh, it just feels sketchy outside. There's just a storm coming through right now, and I don't know what's going on. Uh, This macro side of things, I tweeted, maybe take a long bet. (laughs) That was a bad trade. (laughs) Uh, Fortunately, the Internet service in the gym wasn't working for me. And uh, when I came back into this absolute devastating storm uh, that I'm in right now, uh, I, I had not made the trade, so, uh, still got kagish.
0: Very nice. Well, you know, you're not on the weather team, Nick, but it sounds like you did get caught in the storm. Hey, so well, hope-
2: I, I would have le- left this, uh, joke for the weather team, but they don't respond to my messages. So I'll let them run with that.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. I How think about maybe
2: we- they got stuck in the storm. <laughs> maybe the car broke down or something <laughs> like that and they need some, uh, some
0: rescuing. I think this is a first. Throwing shade at the internal weather uh, team at the beginning of the show. Didn't see this one coming. Put that on your bingo board. Hey, thanks for narrating
2: that one. Uh, Maybe (laughs) we can uh, find out what's going on with the the captain himself. Sorry, he's no longer the captain. uh, The king. Please welcome. The king himself. King kicks. (laughs) Who doesn't respond to my text messages?
3: I'm about hey, to drop the screenshot in. in hey, do you portal have a phone?
2: Death. Do you have a phone? Captain Kicks, <laughs> King Kicks, I should say. You would imagine that a king has a phone hey, in this hey, day hey. and age.
3: Maybe check your phone because you text me 15 minutes ago and I texted you back 14 minutes ago.
2: Uh, well, bam. Okay, he did respond. The king did respond. False alarm.
0: A response from the king. <laughs> I gotta work. A on response my from
2: the king. <laughs> 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 Pio, try,
4: right. try it again. Pio, try
0: it. A response from the. I don't know. I gotta work. On. I- I'm looking workshop. The inquiry to work's has up. been received. <laughs> yeah, there, they no notes over here. He's got the character down. I got to workshop that. An inquiry. <laughs> i'm gonna be in an acting class soon don't worry ladies and gentlemen we, me and nick were watching uh like some some regal shows okay we're well you're giving accents. away the secrets
2: now you're telling the whole backstory about how we end up with this this uh just high quality world-class award-winning uh sort of vo- vocal talent yeah uh, and i prefer that people don't understand uh, because this is just world-class
0: we're gonna get there. Uh, flashback to 45, 55 minutes ago, I'm in the gym with Nick, and Nick's like, yeah, we got this uh inflation announcement coming up. Uh could be a good bet to buy ETH beforehand. I literally like felt FOMO. I was like, shit, should I take it? Well, my I tweeted it. Out? I, I oh, tweeted, you tweeted it.
2: it too. <laughs> yeah, only because I thought like everyone's expecting it to dump. But what's weird is why it like dumped so much, considering the fact that like I thought I, I felt like the expectation was that. Uh, it was going to come in uh, relatively hot. And then the White House w- supposedly stated that um, that it was because of gas, that, they, that the gasoline prices were going to skew the inflation report, and you shouldn't trust what you're reading. So then I'm like, okay, well, look, when everyone's going one way, you got to swing the other way. And sometimes, you know, when they zig, you zag, as they say, as Zig Ziglar says, and, uh, you know, Uh, I zagged. Well, I didn't zag. I didn't have phone service, so it didn't matter. But I would have zagged, and I would have lost. So there we go.
0: There we go. Nick avoided uh, destruction. Uh, I think – well, look, I liked Nick's logic. Nick was like, how many weeks in a row or how many months in a row can we have bad news at some – point there has to be a flip right but uh, i guess not i guess we chalk up another another negative news event i mean look we're gonna we're gonna dive into the weather report uh shout out to the weather team forget about nick throwing shade over communication Hey, thanks for
2: sending me that message you know i really appreciate it thank you <laughs>
0: uh signal uh you know before we dive into the weather how is your afternoon going
5: my friend's dog just stole a really expensive shoe of mine that I let, like, I'm at my friend's house and I have my shoes out and the dog just literally took one of my heels, has ran towards the lake and has dropped it in the lake. So yeah, I didn't, I don't have time to go and fish the shoe out of the, like the lake water, but other than that, I'm good. I didn't know oh, that dogs is steal unacceptable. Shoes. I didn't know. Is this a what? thing that dogs steal shoes? <laughs> like, I didn't know.
0: I guess it is across the pond. You you guys got different dogs over there. Do you need to to postpone the weather report so you can fish your red bottom (laughs) out of the lake?
5: No, no, it's good. It's good. Uh, She told me it was a trained dog, but um, I don't think it is because, yeah, I wouldn't mind that shoe back, but I don't think she's going to go and get it. So, um, yep. was it an expensive. It,
2: it was an expensive shoe, huh?
5: What like expensive, like $60, you know, I mean, there's still a good <laughs> pair of shoes. <laughs> like, okay. I okay. Would, you- I would, I would like it back.
0: Yeah, but it, it, Signal has been doing the weather report long enough. She can uh, she could swing a sixty dollars shoe if it was like a you know fourteen hundred dollar. Uh, yeah, I don't even know the brand. Signal knows the brands. Uh, that'd be a different story. We but... know those
2: red shoes, whatever the hell they're called, with the red, the red bottoms. bottoms. I, don't, I don't know what the hell the brand is. A Louis. Louis uh, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, is it Louis? A Louis... Nice. I don't know what the hell the name of the <laughs> shoe is. You being... bubbled that so bad.
6: I... <laughs> like just absolute brain shut off mid-sentence on that one.
2: Um, they're called Christian Louboutin. Uh, there you go.
5: You, I mean, No, I don't have any Christian Louboutins uh, lying around for the dog to steal.
0: They're wow. only like, you know, $800. And Easy would know the expensive shoes because when I played golf with him, he literally showed up with Gucci golf shoes. Like, golf shoes with a massive gucci logo on them stuck out like a sore thumb the other guys we were golfing with just called it out immediately what, like, people oh, on the golf course those shoes. Were li-
2: would literally stop and say what the hell are you wearing what is going on why would you do that why would you disrespect money in that way but random people on golf carts going by see the shoes why are you disrespecting money I solana
6: so clearly i don't value money uh, it's just <laughs> part of it. it's part of my mantra
0: I'm not going to lie. When I saw those shoes, it, it kind of changed the way I thought about easy by 1%. You know, it wasn't like this big shift, like, holy shit, who's this guy I'm in business with? But it was by a data one, point. It was, it was a single data point, 1% change. And I was like, oh. Okay, so this guy buys Gucci golf shoes with a big old Gucci logo on the golf shoe. That's different. Uh, I don't know if I would have done that, but it's very cool. It's definitely a cool thing to do. It stands out. Um, But anyway, over to the shoeless weather reporter signal. uh, She's like
2: limping out here. She has one high heel and the other one is like it's flat. So, uh, (laughs) okay.
5: First of all, they're flat shoes. They're flat shoes. Okay. Limping. I'm sitting, the shoe situation will be sorted. Um, <laughs> let's all find out what's happening on Wednesday, the 13th of July. OpenZ volume is still at that 15 million. We're pretty much in this cruise control speed right now. We just keep hitting the same numbers, mid-teens for the last three weeks. On the leaders, we've got Apes at 99, Mutants at 19 and Punks at 76. So not much change there. Whilst Moonbuzz is at 27 and Doodles and CloneX as well, just chilling, not much. Overnight, interestingly enough, Yuga Labs is still leading the OpenSea ranks. There was a whopping Ape Punk sale um, that went for $2.6 million. In fact, apes, uh, sorry, ape Punks last night did uh, $3.6 million in dollars. Uh, even though this Ape sale was $2.6 million, previous ones have actually sold for around $7 million and $10 million. So quite a bit down, but still great for the res. Uh, the Chimpers team are back on the radar after releasing their dojo. They released a great little one-minute video with like a uh training dojo, like in The Matrix, and the Chimpers are going to go into the dojo, they're going to battle, and they're going to train. And this is the new gamified staking system for Chimpers and will be their launchpad for the Chronicles series too. The floor on Chimpers is 1.8 ETH. And is Bill Murray listening to EZ? Because yesterday Easy was talking about gutter cat gang. And now Bill Murray bought a, a gutter cat, so gang gang and what? A cool cat. Yeah, and he bought a cool cat the other day. Just he saying, one yesterday. Bill Murray, what's up? What? <laughs> Definitely easy. I think he's listening to you. Anyway, whoever is helping uh Bill Murray on his cat walks and NFT buying is doing a great job, two great projects. Onto the crypto markets. We've just talked about that. So we're seeing crypto going down. ETH is at nine, sorry, BTC is at 19.2 and ETH is at 1070. Overall, it's pretty quiet in the markets. Uh, most of the sales volume no. is still concentrated in Yuga. And while art continues to fail to fare well against these conditions, we are seeing new mints like Wagmi not actually minting out or projects like Gossamer choosing to opt to to cut supply. So what do we have? It's midweek. It's peak summer. Inflation is higher than expected. So the general sentiment across many discourses I'm seeing is wait, see and park liquidity. So for now, that 24 hour forecast is keep your eyes on the north because definitely winter is coming. Back to you guys.
0: Well, fantastic weather report. Uh, can't say that I saw the Bill Murray buying an NFT news coming. That's fascinating. I was just talking to somebody, I think it might have been Nick, just talking about how like, much of a legend Bill Murray is and talking about Lost in transla- uh, Translation. That's insane. I know that's not the biggest news uh, in mean, the NFT space, but.
2: Did it have any impact on the floor whatsoever?
0: No, I wouldn't imagine that Bill Murray's out here moving the market. I just thought that was the one thing that I'm just like, wait, what? I
2: heard that's- Bill Murray. Hey, Bill Murray, if you're listening or whoever is advising uh, him, have him buy a portal. You know, like what's <laughs> going yeah. on here? This is just ridiculous. I feel insulted.
0: Well, that's that's damn right. You just remind me to, to pin that to the top. It the first day in a long time that I forgot that. So I'm going to be How's pinning. How's that not
2: pinned? What happened? The weather, the weather in this market is uh, getting you a little shaken?
0: Yeah, I was a little thrown off. Uh, We got the stir on stage repping his CryptoPunk. Do you have any commentary on the weather report? I feel like there's a lot of juicy stuff for us to dig into there.
7: Yes, sir. So ready to burst your bubble here. Bill Murray is launching a NFT Uh collection on Coinbase NFT.
0: Dude, what the? On Coinbase NFT? Oh, no. It's
7: it's a shame. So there's there's that data point. And then the only other (laughs) one that I thought was interesting from the weather report was uh, that Ape sale. Uh, it actually sold in the exact same ETH terms as previous ones, so the last like few have all sold for two thousand five hundred ETH. So if one ETH is one ETH, this actually might be a great play for that uh, that ape owner. You know what I mean? Like they they got the same amount of ETH, and maybe we're you know tax optimizing. So,
0: well, yeah, I was gonna say if if you have like guts, like big guts, you can make big sales right now. Those big sales will either be, uh, you know, a, a much you know lower tax liability from a capital gains perspective, or people might be selling for a loss in U.S. dollar terms. But if they're just, you know, bullish on ETH and they have the guts to hold ETH and they think that ETH is going to go up, it could be a fantastic trade. You're really playing a dangerous slash gutsy game if you do that. Easy Eats Bodega. Uh, uh, Oh, go ahead, Nick.
2: I just saw a random piece of information that's relevant. Uh, Well, unrelated, but uh, still interesting nonetheless. Apparently, there's some other pieces that you can mint now. Uh, Mutant apes can craft a—I uh, don't know. Someone tweeted or messaged me, in their press messaged me that you can uh, mint a rare uh, hat in the uh, in the 10 ktf shop. I don't know if this is a result of staking things. Is that is that how that works? There seems to be some. Did they also here. send you a link to have you click on? <laughs> yeah, they did. So they sent me a DM, and now I'm connecting my wallet. Are you you telling me I shouldn't do that?
4: His seed phrase. Be, be very wary.
2: Uh, so, I- no, I'm just kidding. They, they didn't send me a DM. I'm just it's press who we know in the Discord. So apparently it's just for me. My apologies. I'm getting something great again. I'm going to move on from this. Well, well, no, no one else is. Press, there we go. Press is
0: requesting to speak. <laughs> press comes on stage and and either talks about 10KTF or he tries to promote a software product that his in-real-life friend is making specifically for 10KTF when the show is a no-shill zone. So uh, we're not going to let Press on stage right now to do a 10KTF deep dive 20 minutes into the show. Uh, but easy as his hand oh, What's shit. going on?
2: Yo, you hear that press? you sucker. Nick,
6: I'm trying to talk, man. Come on. Sorry, my apologies. Right. Thank Easy. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's actually in regards to what Noda was going to talk about, the Coinbase NFT marketplace. I think that's been kind of a flop, but I don't think it's ready to be written completely out. Uh, GameStop just launched their NFT marketplace, and it did over a million U.S. dollars first day, uh, which was, to me, surprising as hell. So that alone was like a big interest point for me to see a brand new marketplace pick up. I think they've only relaunched like GameStop NFTs on it but it's done decent volume for something that's all in USDC. So I don't know if anyone else is really taking a look at it. I've been tailing it a little bit. And then we also have Magic Eden from the Solana side launching Ethereum NFT support on their site. So it looks like some of these marketplaces are getting back and forth on both chains. We do also have a Solana launch from uh, OpenSea's Solana launch pad in the next like two or three weeks here. So it looks like we are starting to get more of that cross chain. And I'm just curious, like, if we start focusing more on like a USDC pricing instead of in the native token.
0: That's a good question. Uh, the question of one ETH, one ETH, one SOL, one SOL versus USD value is a deeply ingrained question in the NFT space. We've definitely learned that NFT businesses, NFT organizations, should be converting their Ethereum to U.S. dollars. I thought everybody knew that, but it's kind of come out that a few of them did not, and they just got like so wrecked. You like, heard the
6: pushback on the Soul Space, though, and we actually like had that as a discussion point. There were some people who were like. Genuinely Genuinely surprised to go to USDC. That, you know? that
0: they're just rookies, man.
6: That's well, just that's rookie because stuff. everyone
2: in your in the in the show there is 19 years old, so they haven't actually <laughs> figured out, uh, you know, financials. You're doing this
6: thing again where you're attacking a subsection of your own audience, and it's just not the best thing to do. It,
2: it, it, I'm not attacking. <laughs> I'm making a joke, but I, I, it clearly. <laughs> You know, when you make a joke and someone gets uh, defensive about it, there's a little little bit of truth in there. That's usually what the deal is. <laughs> I, I'm not going to rub that in your face anymore. Uh, but we know what the truth is.
0: Well, well look, I mean – It is pretty wild. If these if the big sales that we're seeing are real, like the punk sale for $3.9 million, if that's not like a wash trade or something like that, and I'm not calling it out, but every time there's a big sale, people say it's a wash trade. People say it's some weird, nefarious thing. But if that's a legit sale, and then some of the other sales that we're seeing, like I've been following CODA sales closely, and I think there was like a $175,000 Hundred and seventy-five thousand dollar Coda sale this morning, and and that's been pretty consistent. I'd say every forty-eight hours, you're seeing like a one hundred and fifty k of sale on average. Maybe it's like every seventy-two hours, something like that. Um, the NFT sp- space has like a certain degree of health right now. Um, Keyboard Monkey did tweet yesterday that we haven't seen full capitulation yet. Nick has also been saying that. Um, you know, w- what do we think of the OpenSea volume? Another fifteen million. Kix was praising that volume yesterday when he was giving his weather report. What do we think of the open sea volume? I mean, things are looking pretty good right now, right? I mean, uh, I'm starting to feel like I'm in the camp of thinking that we haven't seen full capitulation just yet because we got a a whole lot uh, of year left here in 2022. What What are everybody's thoughts on that? It's a good People question. are really excited to, to talk about volume, I see. Um, the numbers
3: are numbers. 15 million
2: sucks. I would prefer a 16.2 today instead of
3: uh, 15.5. Well, I, no, I was just trolling uh, that it was a good number. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I mean, um, the GameStop marketplace did add another million to that, so we yeah, can just celebrate saying. that. <laughs> and LiveWire so, marketplace is opening up too, so we got some competition coming in.
2: How much? How much volume was it? A million dollars on the GameStop marketplace. Yeah,
4: just wait till and and that's like sixty percent of Coinbase's lifetime. Sorry, easy.
0: Yeah, Coinbase's lifetime revenue is just like completely. In the gutter. It's really, really not good. Uh, I, I think that you know, like Benjamin's revenue is literally bigger than opens uh, than Coinbase's revenue uh, in the past like four months. Which, uh, when you kind of think about it, like one individual NFT trader outperforming an NFT platform uh, is is definitely not what you're looking for.
2: Yeah, it's been really profitable flooring all of my portals. So I appreciate that, everybody. <laughs> so in terms of. Um, uh, in terms of the GameStop marketplace, I was trying to figure it out. So it looks like uh, it's layer two. Is that the situation? Is this a yeah. Matic thing?
6: I don't know what the underlying layer is. Uh, I definitely should have looked into that further.
2: And, and there's also a separate uh, Immutable X integration. It says coming soon. So I don't know if they used Immutable X, and now they're integrating with the Immutable X marketplace so that they can distribute. So they're just a distribution partner of immutable so it's just another marketplace that supports those nfts that may be what the situation is here because uh based on their website um that that's kind of what it looks like
3: yeah but- they partnered with immutable acts immutable uh gave them i want to say like a hundred million dollar grant or maybe even 200 million dollars uh worth of tokens through their grant program. And then I think GameStop dumped uh, all of the tokens instantly on the market.
2: Well, that, that's the way, I mean, that's what I would do. And then convert that to a uh, USDC and GUSD. Um, I just
3: like that. I just like that concept. It's like, here, we're going to give you a grant dump on everyone that believes in us. And then use that cash to build some stuff.
2: Yeah. It's a little aggressive. You would imagine there'd be some locking period, especially for a hundred million dollars. That seems like a, a large number. They may have
3: had a locking period and not, like, you know, sold all of it. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's interesting to see GameStop uh, uh, making this push into NFTs. Uh, Definitely think they could probably do well.
2: I saw everyone tweeting about this situation, but where's, like, the actual uh, data? I guess it's just on their uh, stats page. You can see what's going on, and the biggest project here appears to be Metaboy, which did over half a million dollars in sales, a floor price of 0.33 eth. Uh, I'm not familiar with this project. Has anybody like explored the project at all whatsoever And by uh, sorry, the mar- uh, GameStop marketplace at all whatsoever, and what are your thoughts on that? It appears so yeah, just that one project itself accounts for over 50 percent of the volume.:
3: I'm a uh, big Metaboy guy.
2: <laughs> you, you're big on MetaBoy. You're switching from uh Moonbirds to MetaBoy. Is that the situation Is that what's going on?
3: no nah, they're just my they're my side chick.
0: <laughs> nice kicks. You bought a CloneX for over 10 ETH the other day. Now that we're seeing this ETH dump, do you still do you feel okay about that purchase? Like, what are your thoughts?
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not selling the like the CloneX or the Moonbird, even if it just craters i'm just going to hold on to those for a long time i'm not i'm not buying those to like you know swing trade them or or anything like that i'm just trying to get some good bear market buys in um it's more on like the crypto side or the um like stock side that i'm more willing to like get in and out of things if 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 stuff's like looking you know good or bad um said the 13th was going to be the end of uh the terrible days so maybe uh maybe this is a little uh little bottoming out here and we'll go on a little rally or we or we you know keep dumping further um i mean it's just a weird weird, yeah it's just a weird situation to be in because um and at at one you know part of me i'm like happy that you know all the covid stuff happened because i don't think crypto and nfts would have done nearly what they did without, without all that funny money in the system. Um, so it's kind of ironic to like make a lot of money off of, you know, something that causes catastrophic inflation, um, uh, and then also losing some of it, uh, on the way out. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's just a weird, you know, situation to be in. You just don't, you don't, you don't really know where things are going. So for me, I'm just like, uh, I, I, I bought a Moonbird for 36. I bought um clonex for uh 12 so that's 50k and then i have like another 50k on the sideline to make some buys but i'm gonna wait for a little bit just to see if uh like if the economy really takes a dump then you know i'll maybe i'll get a better deal on nfts or that next 50k
0: yeah. I mean, look, th- different people have different perspectives. I've already talked about, like, for example, Keyboard Monkey and his thoughts. Um, I think Nick, it sounds like, is in that camp to some capacity. Um, you know, when you kind of listen to some of well, these.
3: Keyboard Monkey thinks NFTs are worthless. So I don't think NFT Nick's in that category.
0: The, is his opinion that extreme?
3: Yeah. He thinks they're all going to zero.
0: Oh, well, I I wasn't aware that that was his uh, position, you know. Uh, But anyway, uh, if you listen to all the... That's my
2: position as well. So, I mean, we are aligned with that. I'm really excited. You know, so far we went, I tweeted yesterday uh, that the average ETH NFT has gone from uh, $1,800 a few months ago to $200, and those are for sales. Uh, So July, we're at like $210. Now... What does that mean? Uh, basically nothing. It's just a, an average of all sales, um, but it is broadly indicative of the fact that um, price go down, uh, but it also correlates heavily with the um, overall uh, market as a whole, right? Like uh, crypto, the price of crypto has dropped by over 75%, 80%, something like that from the peak to bottom. So it wouldn't be surprising for NFTs to do something similar. Uh I mean, also we've seen volume actually stay relatively consistent uh, for the past month, although it's down. It it depends on if you're viewing it uh, like the daily. Right now, we keep hovering between 15 and 20 million on any given day. Um, But uh, the month prior, we were hovering between 20 and 40 million dollars in in uh, like May going into June, Uh, and then before that, it was way more. Um, So volume has gone down as well. I, I mean, all of this is just reflective of the overall market. But the thing for me that was like a, a glimmer of hope in all of it was that uh, unit volume uh, was still uh, relatively flat. And so last month, actually in June, we saw an increase in unit volume over May. But you could argue that that came from like the free mints and other things like that which may be true I don't I haven't done a deeper analysis to determine whether or not like what percentage of the market was from projects that were free mints or sub one eth uh, that would be another interesting query to run uh, which I could do but yeah it, it's it, it doesn't feel like the whole space is dead it just feels like yeah the market uh, has more potential uh, downside. Especially just on the fact that, like, this isn't like inflation isn't something that's just resolved in a day. The market's not just going to turn around. There was something that I saw the other day that says that uh, when the market drops, it actually uh, that's a leading indicator of a recession, and that requires us to have a second quarter of negative GDP. Um, So the expectation is that we're in a recession. And that, uh, and that's just not something that I think is a quick bounce out here uh, because we're not just printing money willy-nilly uh, like like we did before. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what plays out, but this isn't just an instantaneous turnaround. So you can really be patient um, with any any action at this point in time. The day the, 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 we had a video come out with the five-minute candles uh, clip yesterday that was, was pretty amazing. funny. Absolutely um, amazing. And uh, yeah, we could uh, end up. Yeah, we could see that actually. Uh, I, that's entertaining, and it's fun to trade. Um, but ultimately, if you look at the longer time frame here, uh, you, you can have patience. Like you don't need to make a trade. You can take. Uh, you can take summer vacation.
0: Yeah, I, I bought eight hundred bucks worth of ETH this morning. Right after that that crash uh because like why not you know what i mean like i think it was at 10 like 60 or something like that 1080 was the price so i was like yeah cool throw that in the bag and uh, we'll see what happens with it. Just to clarify on one thing that you said, we are in a technical recession right now, two consecutive quarters of negative growth in real GDP. So we are in a technical recession. However, um, people aren't ready to say that we are in a recession as defined by um, you know sentiment and um, you know like similar to o nine, for example, right wait, but we wait, are, sorry
2: uh, what was that based on?
0: We are in a technical recession right now, 100. That That is a fact. That's you mean a bear I mean, market?
4: Yeah. Well, no, te- we are in a technical we're in a recession. recession with with two quarters in a row.
2: Oh, there's um, been a second quarter of it. Yeah. We are, yes, yes, we first are first quarter, second quarter. We're, oh, we're maybe I was wa- maybe I was watching uh, an old video. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> watching 2008. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving you an update from like two months ago.
6: It's <laughs> like, man, 2020 is a great time.
2: What's the- up <laughs> Sounds Nick. like the Fed's printing money.
0: Yeah, Nick watched a podcast from like February and he's just like going off of that stuff.
4: He's but watching yes. podcasts. He's like, man, Obama's not doing well right now.
0: <laughs> yes. But, <laughs> so, but Oh, go ahead. Spencer. Yes, please, Spencer, please.
8: So I was going to say, so I'm in a group chat with a few like TradFi people. And I'm just going to read a message from this morning. Sorry, Someone are like, these
2: like, uh, th- are they junior analysts that just got hired? Uh, are they uh, Spencer with, only like,
0: like, Spencer talks to big dogs?
2: I'm,
8: I'm with They're uh, running I'm... the social media account. <laughs> yeah, so this is actually the janitor. Um, you know, okay. I, really, I, I highly value the working man's opinion here. <laughs> there we um, go. So they said, we're all officially fucked. Worst read- can most convincing CPI reading of all time. Inflation bodying, highest move since 1981. 1.3% in one month. Brawl a Mao. Highly okay. buying I-bonds if you have 10k lying around or wait to new reprice, I think November because it'll be even better, which was the, the, the government-backed like where they basically just give you triple the interest rate. Um, so they're like getting 9% on I-bonds right now if you go to the Treasury Direct website. Well, this guy
3: sounds like an idiot. I'm gonna long some uh, QQQ <laughs> options right now and a weekly $2,000.
4: What's the $2, MacD looking like, big dog? <laughs>
8: <laughs> it's a
2: slow curl, baby. <laughs> I mean, you know, this is what happens when you listen to a janitor. So it's it, it's <laughs> curling down right now. No, the, the something that I love is that everyone that's ever worked at a bank. We uh, the last company that I worked at, and this is not look. So, uh, In terms of, if you're watching the market every day, you have more insight than the than the average person. Maybe Warren Buffett may actually argue the uh, counter to that. Um, But if you're watching, you at least have more visibility because you're listening, you're reading the news, so you have an understanding of like macro conditions. But I remember um, at the beginning of COVID, uh, our the company that I was working at, they were like, "You know, this is going to be over in a couple of weeks." And I just remember, you know, we've been speaking with, you know, the people that I've been speaking to who are high up, you know, are suggesting this is going to be turned around pretty quickly on the market side. It was so if you bet on that, then that was definitely um, that was definitely the case. Uh, but it, they they were horribly wrong about uh, COVID as a whole, and I remember how frustrated I was uh, with that um, with their own analysis. Uh, but regardless, yeah, I mean. It, what, so how do you go buy these I-bonds, by the way? Where do I get 9% <laughs> right now? And, and so, don't, yeah, don't so, I have price exposure at that point in time? So it, it,
8: this is just like a weird glitch in the matrix thing that if you're – like you can only do ten grand total of, but um, you, can go, you can go to – it's called treasurydirect.gov, I think, but it's like literally the Treasury's website. You can just go buy them from the Treasury. Hey, uh,
3: right. hey Nick, while you were uh, asking about uh, Boomer I-bonds, I'm up 14% on my QQQ long.
2: There we go. There you go. Um, um, this, this is a a 15-minute wick. Sorry, that I just hit
3: refresh. This. It's up
0: 30%. So we're going to keep talking about this stuff. I want to throw it a signal then. It's here. not oh. up 30%. Get the hell
2: out of here. Kicks is also you want the screenshot, bro?
0: Oh, is it on? You're trading options.
6: He's also trading from like a tube TV, I'm sure. <laughs>
8: he's, tra- he's, he's actually trading from 2008 right now. <laughs> He's
0: based on Obama news, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so let's throw it a signal then we'll throw it a bell signal what's going on.
5: <laughs> yeah. No, I should it was it was just um about like where we are with the markets at the moment and people talking about the fact that we're in a recession. I don't think it really matters what like the big, you know, the scientists, uh, as I like to call them, uh, are saying about the markets, whether we're technically in a recession or whether we, uh, you know, aren't. It's pretty much how the little man and little girl on the street feels about how much money they have and how much disposable income they have which is how these assets will fare in the market. And I'll give you an example. I was was listening to the radio and um, this person called in and this this woman who looks after the family finances, she's on a salary which would be considered much higher um, than average in the UK. And she was saying like, now she's really feeling the pinch of energy prices to the point where she is going into the office just so she, she doesn't have her lights on in the house during the day or using any electricity because she sees it in the, in, the, uh, in the meter how much money she's running per day. And it just got me thinking, wow, when the person, like when the average person is thinking like that, that's when you start to see money being pulled from high risk assets such as NFT and crypto I'm not sure if we're there yet, but when you start to hear these kinds of conversations, that's when I start to think, okay, the market's going to get jittery. Not so much when the newspapers or uh, the economists are telling us we're in a technical recession or an actual recession.
3: Yeah, I mean that that uh, that sucks. But you could just tell her to listen to some Greta Thunberg videos, and maybe she'll feel better. <laughs> okay. um, just know that it's for the greater good. Okay.
0: Anyway, uh, to com- to, g- to provide a, leg- a legitimate comment on what Signal said, uh, to add to it, you what know, the fuck was the- <laughs> that That's was what pretty I'm rude. <laughs> 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 that was pretty funny. I don't know <laughs> <what it is. laughs> That was pretty funny. Anyway, but the the Fed's, you know, action and communication, I'd love to hear, you know, if Spencer has anything to add to this after and then we're going to throw oh. a bell, is is typically backward looking, right? And so if you listen to some economists, they'll say, if you want to pay attention to what's happening with inflation, just pay attention to whether prices at the grocery store are you know, increasing or if they are plateauing. And as of now, I think it's safe to say they are still increasing, right? Um, The other thing is that there's a school of thought among economists right now, if you kind of dig into like the uh, economics podcast, that, uh, you know, the Fed is going to let things get so bad. you know. Like th- th- This isn't as bad as it could possibly get. So the Fed would let things get worse. And I mean, everyone is anticipating a rate hike that might be priced in. It seems that the inflation uh, data today was not priced in. Um, however, everyone's expecting later this month, I think it's in less than two weeks, uh, a rate hike. People People don't know how high it's going to be. Maybe it's priced in, maybe it's not. And then potentially more before the fourth quarter so that the Fed lets things get so bad so that they can then pivot and, and make it better, right? So basically letting it get so bad so that there's something but, to make better, right? Yeah, ahead, and, their,
3: and their goal is that they want people to lose their jobs. And once enough people lose their source of income, then they're going to think that the economy's in a better state.
0: They I mean, <laughs> That was tongue in cheek, right? They <laughs> <laughs>
3: No, I mean, they've literally said that though. Yeah, they, they're literally like, uh, there's the job market is too hot we need to get employment up to five percent from three point four percent unemployment. The economy unemployment, yeah. Then, in, then the economy's in a good state. So, just, um, it's just insane to think about that. They're like, like playing with people's lives, and they're like, yeah, we need more people unemployed and broke, and then, then we can stop hiking
2: the rates. Here's the thing that's weird though: is like, yeah, they're raising the rates, but the balance sheet basically hasn't changed. Like, uh, if you look at the chart of it. It's just still incredibly high, so I feel Dude, like we've been
4: seeing articles for the past like year trying to convince us to eat bugs instead of meat. They <laughs> they know things are getting
2: bad.
8: <laughs> well, so like to, for
2: me, the thing that is I haven't been seeing that. I'm gonna be honest, but I have heard some about <laughs> bugs. The bugs argument's been around for a long time, and I do hear they're a great source. Oh yeah, of it's, protein.
4: it's a great source of protein. The thing is, they're 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 just a little bit more difficult to turn into something that people are willing to eat.
0: It, it's dude. coming. Look out for the bugs.
4: <laughs> P.O. made
7: took me out to dinner and made me eat crickets at uh, VCon. Dude. I heard it, it was, was really real tasty, thing. though.
0: You, liked them. you did liked them. like them? I like them. All
4: of our food are gonna look like the McGoblin burgers moving forward.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Spencer, uh, I I want to hear what you were looking to add, and then uh and then we'll throw the bell.
8: Yeah, i was just gonna say that like the the thing that's worrisome about this news and you know I, I, really it's too early to tell right because like raising the interest rate has a pretty lagging effect on the economy but like the fact that we're seeing crazy inflation still is is not good and the not goodness of it is like we really don't know what happens if raising the interest rate doesn't curb inflation <laughs> like that's a really like, like the, the thesis here is that we as America are 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 like shooting ourselves in the foot for a little bit of time in order to be in a position where the global pending recession will not impact us as poorly because we then can lower interest rates and raising interest rates is like the responsible thing to do to curb inflation if we don't curb inflation by lowering interest rates then like what are we going to do like 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 sorry raising if we don't curb inflation by raising interest rates what are we going to do lower them later and like when we have inflation still like this is this is A worrisome scenario because of like what the implications are for the time horizon under which we could lower rates again and so that's that's what I think people are a little bit freaked out about today um, is a sentiment I'm hearing
0: yeah I think that's right right on the money and so look if you listen to the Bitcoiners and I know people like throw a lot of shade at Bitcoiners because there's like a certain uh, level of extreme in the messaging a lot of times but if you listen to the bitcoiners they've been calling out the behavior of the fed you know during 2020 during 2021 with the money printing in a big way right and and the quote right the big quote was inflation is transitory however at this point You know, what you're seeing this morning is that that's not the case. And so now the speculation by the Bitcoin community is that the Fed has to take big action to just basically look like they didn't make a fucking huge mistake, like literally just to keep their um, credibility, right? However, like Spencer just said, what happens if we raise rates and it doesn't have a robust impact on inflation? Uh, If you look at a tweet from Plan B, and I know that Plan B gets a lot of shade right now because Bitcoin didn't hit 100000 Well, you haven't
2: uh, waved the white flag yet, so you're still Uh, supposed to do that.
0: We can do that that for sure, but let me just finish my thought on this. Uh, Plan B had a tweet recently, which basically was like, maybe you believe that they're able to fix this, but... Maybe they just can't. And then they're going to have to go back to the money printing, right? So what's going to happen is the inflation is going to stay. And effectively, the United States will just have a standard of living that we're not used to. The gas prices will remain at these levels, and goods and services will just be more expensive. And it's just an adjustment in uh, living standards in the United States that the United States is not used to, but it's just the new way. So I know it sounds extreme, and I know that a lot of people throw shade at what Bitcoiners say, but that is absolutely... In my opinion, something that we could be seeing here, um, and I mean, look, we'll have to see how it, how it plays out. Um, I mean, Spencer, I definitely do, agree
8: with that, pia for sure. 100%. Just, just a, a, quick, a quick rebuttal, a little bit to that, though, is like what's also we're seeing right now is, I mean, the dollar like flip the euro <laughs> like that, like like the buying power of the dollar globally, considering we're a net like in, like we import a lot. Like, it's unclear to me that even with rampant inflation, like inflation will impact certain assets disproportionately, right? So we're talking housing prices, we're talking other like non imported assets, whereas I don't, it's unclear to me the net effect, because, again, because we did raise interest rates, which wasn't necessarily done globally, we are still as a global economy, the US in a very strong position relative to other countries. and, And that's really important in terms of buying power, literal buying power. Well, Assuming good, log- good, logistics aren't fucked.
0: Yeah, good call out. One thing to add to that, you look at Europe. Europe is heavily, heavily, heavily dependent on Russian oil. So right now, and, and they will not, or now that in the past week, it seems that Europe is changing its tune on nuclear energy specifically, which would effectively solve their, they're having an energy crisis. It's what's happening it, over there. And that's a big deal. Go ahead, Nick.
2: What's that going to do to board eight prices? That's what I'm trying to figure <laughs> well, out. Well, wait, we're you
0: having
9: a good chat. dude. Power? dude.
0: We're we're having a good chat. I know people get like triggered if we stop talking about NFTs for two seconds. But this is for uh, this is to inform the movements in the NFT market. I've been saying we're going to throw the bell. I I
2: was I was making a joke. So that's that I wasn't triggered. I want to be clear. (laughs) Uh, The other place I want to go is Japan, because uh, the dollar has been insanely strong against that. The problem is, is it's difficult to uh, go to Japan right now. I think you still need you need to like apply to get on the list for some some other stuff. Anyways, it's like a whole, um, whole process. Uh, but that's one that's looking real nice. So uh, I'll let you know if I end up in Japan. It's gonna be difficult to uh, host this show during that
0: time, but uh, worth it. It' <laughs> worth it for Nick to go to Japan and eat sushi. Bell, how's it going?
9: Hey, thanks for having me on. It's going great. I wanted to bring it back to NFTs, if I may. <laughs> Absolutely. So yes, yes please. listen, so public sentiment right now just doesn't feel like we're in a recession at all. We may be down 70, 80 percent, but that's not what we feel right now. And that's not what you know the average person in this NFT marketplace is talking about right now. We have GameStop that hit the marketplace with a bang. We have eBay that bought known origin which i expect huge things out of just because they are an existing marketplace and know how to operate that and we have a new one-of-one art marketplace also first dibs i don't know if you guys talked about that recently but first dibs came on and it's yeah and it's a traditional you know um uh traditional art um which brings in a whole new influx of people bringing it back to the bill murray nft i was actually at the presentation that they had at nft nyc when they were talking about that it's brought on by the chive group um and i can't tell you how many web two people how many traditional people were in that conference were listening to that and went up straight after the after they started talking stopped talking to see how they buy into nfts how they can possibly get their name associated with a bill murray nft so i think with that all of that even though it just may seem like we're you know in the in the bottom of it all of that is in preparation for when it does go back up and all of those people are are um being brought in by multitude of different areas so that's what i wanted to say and then the other thing is um it's national french fries days and you can get french fries free <laughs>
0: Wait, Wait, well, where, where, where do you get it free yeah you yeah, have pete nicks interest
9: <laughs> so apparently all of the you know major um
2: every single fast food chain
9: Apparently, almost all of the fast food chains are giving out free fries today. Holy
2: shit! I'm gonna go on a tasting, okay, uh, a tasting journey of fries.
9: Yeah, Very that's my real outfit today. Brought brought to you by Ellie, actually in the Discord. Thank you, Ellie.
0: Uh, so real quick on the marketplace front, right? You look at uh, the different platforms that are emerging. We got, uh, I see DraftKings is in the crowd. It looks like they're building an NFT marketplace. So you got uh, Coinbase with theirs, which a lot of people are chalking up as a failure. You've got, uh, like, like uh, Bell just said, eBay starting to be something uh, that, or, or a player potentially in the NFT space. And I think that that makes sense. Um, it all comes down to execution, it literally only comes down to execution. You look at the biggest player in cryptocurrency exchanges of all time, Coinbase, literally flushed several hundred million dollars down the toilet. It's pretty insane to think about that that's actually yeah. you, you. know how it went down. Kix, go ahead.
3: You want to know what my my bet is on the winner? I'll give you one guess. Go. You got to guess it.
0: FTX gem.xyz <laughs> Gem.x, but didn't they just get acquired yeah so you think that but they who'd they get acquired by openc
2: uniswap i think no uh uniswap acquired uh the other genie one. genie kicks down Gen, back gem
5: was uh gem was openc yeah
2: OpenSea. wait no openc bottom yeah gem bought, yeah. 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 bought yeah.
5: OpenSea. uniswap bought genie
3: ah shit i guess i guess i'm betting on OpenSea again <laughs> So the reason why Gem XYZ uh, is awesome is because they aggregate all the marketplaces together. Like if you have if you have fractionalized marketplaces, then aggregators become super powerful. If one marketplace wins it all, then like aggregators aren't super powerful. But like when I was buying my Clone X, I was on Gem XYZ, and it was showing me prices from all the different marketplaces. I bought my Clone X at like eleven point four ETH, but they were like uh, informing me that uh like looks rare and xy uh or x2y2 both had cheaper clone axes now when i clicked on them they also popped a warning that said these have been stolen so you can't sell these on opensea <laughs> that that's why they're trading at a discount but i still thought it was cool you we could also put-
4: do mass listing on there so you could yeah. um like look look in your your collection and on under the same collection you can list Everything, all at the same time, across multiple marketplaces as well, and you could do different pricing there, or you can click on a button to have them all be the same price if you want to just like
2: floor everything. It it's pretty crazy the the number of NFTs that keep getting stolen, and it just ends up reducing the effective supply that can be sold on OpenSea uh, without some like massive disclaimer it, that this Nick, it's the worst stolen. policy
3: of all time. It's, it's, it's literally prevented zero hackers. All it does is, is it uh, makes a world of pain for the person who thought they were getting a deal on an NFT or, uh, or it got dumped to them via an offer. And now they have to like sell it on like secondary markets. Like they're selling like illegal arms. You know what I mean? It's, it's bizarre.
2: It's, it's pretty ridiculous because you also usually don't get it flagged until after it was marked as stolen. Like that that's usually, or you, you buy it before and then suddenly it gets flagged and you're like, well, what the hell happened? I'm sure there's people that, um, I mean, the way that it's been happening is a lot of people are sitting there sniping. And you never know, like uh, as someone who's uh, sold expensive, like at least one expensive NFT, I can say like when you're in the midst of selling it, you're trying to price in real time. So you'll adjust and sometimes you attack the floor. And uh, so that it, it would seem reasonable that that comes across as an opportunity to a buyer. Um, but anyways, yeah, it, it's an awkward position to be in um, when you, when you end up uh, buying one of those, it also goes to the people that, I mean, you have to be monitoring closely to, to snipe those things. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a weird situation. They're going to have to come up with something better. And it, it, my understanding is it's permanently in that state. Am I correct? Yeah,
3: I mean, I'm sure you can go through a crazy appeal process. I'm actually tempted to buy one so I can join Jesse's uh, class action lawsuit. Over to you, Jesse. Yeah, th-
1: yeah, This is my this is potential alpha, but I'm not I'm not I'm not there yet. I'm definitely suing OpenSea. They have they have like a basically a way to you can sue them in, in in small claims court. And I think I have some colorable claims, which if successful, I'm either going to sell my complaint to everybody in the world, or um, or just start buying. <laughs> you serious below floor and then resell them but that that's for another day um so i'll, I'll ke- but i'll keep the discord posted on that um, wait sorry because- you're gonna sell the lawsuit oh, sorry i'm confused no not first i have to see if it's successful which i think it will be because i think i have some decent claims and i just and then i'll, I'll keep you guys posted after that
2: so wait, hold on can you explain the the logic there just in a, in a quick synopsis which is I don't, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't understand this. So you can sue
1: in small claims court and then. Right, which covers most things. Like in Michigan, it's up to $25,000 or up to like $13,000. So it's not going to, it's not going to help you with a board eight, but I bought a pool suite. I got an offer accepted, not even that below floor. So I just want to basically spend 40 bucks and get my thousand dollars back, which I know I can put them through ten thousand dollars in lawyers fees with what I call cool. you know so, so,
2: so I understand that component oh because you're gonna get reimbursed the legal fees as well and you're the lawyer so uh the other thing that I'm wondering about here is though after that happens, so now I can take that knowledge and then use that to sue them in uh in in an actual like class action or something
1: no, you can't do it in a class action. That's the problem. I think Kix was just joking, but, but it was. We were talking in the Discord about using it as potential alpha, um, depending on, you know, what, you, what your, I guess, uh, yeah, where your ethics lie. And, so, and I'm just trying to, to understand. It.
2: You said, <laughs> I'm going to then resell this, and I'm, like, confused about what the hell
0: that even means. That Let, of, let's that move that on. That was kind of a joke. Sorry, let, let, let's move on. All right, so we're going to actually uh, do a little room reset here, ladies and gentlemen. If this is your first time listening to the show. The show happens Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 1030 a.m., where we talk all things NFT market. And on some days like today, we also talk about the macro conditions that are informing what's going on day to day in the NFT and crypto markets. Uh, I'm Pio. I'm here with my co-host. Nifty that music's Nick, not Signal. coming through, by the way. Captain Kicks. Uh, there we go. It's not what? coming through. Now it's really loud. Uh, Nifty Nick, Captain Kick, Signal, and of course, Easy Eats Bodega, as well as our badass speakers, Ben and Spencer Gordon, Sand, Node, and some guests today that we don't have on every day like Bell, Carolina, and Witters. Uh, the show is sponsored by FTX. You can sign up at Nifty.com slash FTX or with the code the Nifty on your FTX mobile app. Cheapest fees to buy crypto in the game. And if you spend over $200 on crypto assets with our code, you're going to get $20 bonus right in your account right there. So check it out. We have our NFT pinned to the top. If you want to buy the only official NFT by a Web3 slash NFT media company that has a pretty decent sized audience, then you might want to check that out. Uh, Looking forward to seeing you in the token gated discord and having you in the club, having you show up to events. I see a lot of badasses in the crowd that came through to our event. Shout out Eric Ebron, NFL tight end, uh, living it up. Go long. Go long. That's right. Uh, Spencer, you have your hand raised. I'm hanging on it. What's going on?
8: Yeah, I was just gonna say that like one of the things with Open policy is that it's not just open sea being weird. it's that also in the US we have a weird stolen goods policy. So like this is a thing with pawn shops. like if you ever sell something to a pawn shop, they you, they're like required usually to hold it for like 30 days or something to ensure that it's not stolen because we have rules in the US that if you buy stu- stolen goods, they can be seized even though you paid for them. And so, like, I'm torn between being it's a it, it's a, a horrible open sea policy, but I really don't know if they have any other option based on, like, U.S. laws around stolen goods. And it's a really weird conflict of the thing that obviously makes sense in Web3 and in this world versus the way the laws are, because this is not just a thing that's frustrating digitally. This is a thing that anyone who's bought or resold um, anything. And I've seen this happen even in the trading card world. Um, where there's stolen trading cards get bought by a vendor that then get seized by the police like it's it's a weird weird world especially because there isn't really the ability to seize the assets and then we're just witnessing this weird part of the US legal code play out over and over
0: again. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of weird uh, rules here that prevent things. I mean, crypto—we're not a crypto-friendly place. Europe is becoming increasingly crypto-friendly, especially countries like Portugal. I believe that there's other examples too that are really, really, really crypto-friendly. So you're going to see the entrepreneurs and the people that are building crypto businesses have a flight to smaller countries that uh, you know just have more favorable laws and rules surrounding these crypto assets, and that are you know laying out framework that encourages people to bring their businesses over there you're going to see that more and more um let's throw to no well signal just raised your hand Do you have something to add on this
5: subject uh no it's something different you can throw to Witters or node i'll go after
0: sure node what's going on then we'll throw to Witters.
7: yeah i just wanted to maybe pivot a little bit you guys had a good show yesterday on you know what good buys are under one ease yep. and uh there's a few that i wanted to add so and and my my kind of thought process behind some of these is uh, what companies have built really great communities, and that have yet to do, you know, like build out kind of the identity portion or turn it into like a really cool brand kind of a thing? So, uh, obviously, the first one would be the Nifty Portal. Another one is Zen Academy, and then another one's premint. So those are three that I that I kind of like because they have, you know, these built-in audiences, right, that are uh, following them for other reasons, for like absolute utility. And uh, you know, there's still the play for the greater branding. Another one might be Wrecked Guy. That you know, they did come out with a PFP, which is great. Uh, but you know, OSF and 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 Mando and those guys, like they've obviously built things out long term. So those are a few that I like. Uh, and then one other thing I wanted to just throw out there is we do have an AB an Art Blocks curated drop today uh, in three hours, and I, I'm I'm curious to see how that goes. I'm gonna keep my eye on it. Uh, it's called running moon. It's got 500 supply. The image that I see, it looks okay. Like it, I think it'll, I think it's like, you know, I'd put it in the top half of, uh, art blocks curated that's coming out. Um, but I'm just curious to see where that ends up landing since we've kind of seen a bit of a run in the gen art space.
0: I mean, that's very interesting right now. Uh, it's funny. It comes on a day where East ETH just had an absolute nosedive and sentiment is low. I just saw, saw someone tweet. Although now it's ripping. Oh, it is? Okay. Well, uh, I saw someone tweet if you're one of the 27 people still on NFT Twitter, (laughs) like say what's up or something like that. It's pretty funny stuff. I like those calls, Node, Uh, to recap what we talked about on the show yesterday which I also simulcast, by the way, on both YouTube and Twitter spaces and I tweeted about that afterwards to get people's perspective. It seems like people did like that because a lot of people on NFT Twitter just will not go on YouTube to consume content. So I think a lot of people didn't even know that we have a YouTube with 1.5 million views so we we might continue doing that we'll figure that out but anyway I like that Zen Academy I have three of those um, that actually has appreciated in neat terms in this bear market uh, yeah wrecked Guy you know OSF and Mando are obviously media personalities they ho- co-host the show with Farouk um, and that project has done well um, the projects I brought up were 10 KTF Aku the Moon God uh, you know these are some of my kind of greatest hits um, and at least one other one that I can't remember right now I don't know if Easy remembers uh, one of the ones that we talked about yesterday for under one ETH.
6: yeah we talked about <clears throat> excuse me the gutter ecosystem we talked about the jenkins the valet yeah look yeah we talked about a couple land pieces byo pills land mm. as an alternative mm. to other side
0: i'm less um, bullish on that pers- personally
6: i think my most bullish play from yesterday i like the hockey play everyone likes a good comeback story like we were saying i really like that jenkins play but i'm just waiting to see until the total supply is out there
0: yeah, I like Jenkins. The Jenkins play a lot. I mean, they they've just done so well. They got Neil Strauss on board. They did really be-
2: well yeah. yesterday. I think the 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 floor of actual Jenkins, the valet, uh, went uh, the writers room won. Oh no, it's at 1.29. Um, I
0: mean, that's really good
2: though. I think it hit 1.7 there or 1.8 on this uh, current run leading up to this other NFT. So what, what's the um? Th- aren't the, they getting airdrop the uh azurbala nfts the
0: the book the bored and dangerous uh i don't know all the details shout out to that project they sponsored friday's show uh shout out to jenkins the valet i held that from 0.03 and like a genius i sold it at 0.3 before it ran up to like an eighth and a half so you know how it goes sometimes in this brutal game that we play uh Witters has her hand raised i think i know what Witters wants to talk about it is nft related what's going on Witters?
10: Good morning to all my faves. Good morning, Ethan. I-, I mean, Nick. Um, I, I wanted to add crypto skulls to this under one ETH um, uh, NFT projects. They just hired uh, the V1 Crypto Punks marketer and CM, and since that, the floor price has doubled. Um, They had their very first recorded space with the Russian founder, um, Alex, and he drops a lot of alpha on the game. And since then, and that was Friday, uh, the floor price for the game tokens um, went up to 1.4. But um, I I don't know if y'all caught Belle's phenomenal space last night, but she shared some alpha on Playboy coming to Sandbox. Um, and Elizabeth um, actually brought up a very bullish point um, when we were discussing it um, where, <laughs> and hope everybody's awake, but... Um, where porn has been at the center of all like major technology shifts and a catalyst for adoption. Um, like, for examples, like Elizabeth said, like um, DVDs, streaming, digital payments, online subscription. Now there's AR and all of these were first adopted by the porn industry. So I'm bullish on playing with bunnies in the sandbox and maybe now Jesse will want to invest in metaverses.
0: Wow. All right, so we're talking about pornography in relation to the NFT <laughs> is, market. Is, it, is that what they're offering, though, or is it just bunnies?
10: <laughs> oh, um, they said utility and which um, <laughs> and in real life experiences. So. Um... <laughs> I
11: don't. <laughs> Has Playboy pivoted? They pivoted kind of away from like hardcore stuff.
4: Yeah, I feel like like they're pivoting back, Micah. Also, they
11: they've released an NFT project. The second thing is they've already released an NFT project. How are those rabbitars doing?
2: If if Witters has anything to do about uh, with it, it's it's going to be porn and sandbox. But uh, (laughs) I'm I'm not so convinced that that's actually what they're working on here. If you see if you take a look at their little
7: announcement, it's like hilarious because you're like walking up to the mansion and there's all these like Playboy bunnies like in, you know, in like sandbox, like Minecraft, you know, and it it looks like ridiculous. And Kobe, Kobe responded and was like, oh, my gosh, this looks just like real life. It was so funny. Like, (laughs) it's just
0: ridiculous, like absurd. So good luck. Well, yeah, that Hey, Witters, Okay. Look at that. Uh, look, on the Crypto Skulls, wasn't Crypto Skulls presented as – I know Kix would love this if The
2: historical thing?
0: Yeah, wasn't it, was it the presented? a Leonidas
7: pump, dude.
0: Dude, look, people are going to get so mad. All the people that hold skulls are going to be in my DMs attacking me. uh My Look, get out of here with, with this historical shit. Like, seriously. Um,
2: but there's I, a community now. So let's be clear. Like, that did trigger an actual community of people that are active in there. So the, and that's the, t- it,
0: that takes it from historical to startup if they're building a game and all that. And that's going to make me bearish. You want the historical shit to just not, you don't need to do anything. You know you what I mean? You realize there's
2: like, a punks community also. I'm just playing the but they're not making a game. Here. No, I understand. I don't know. Make a lunchbox. Is Crypto Skulls <laughs> making a game?
0: I thought that's what. Yes. Th-
10: yeah. Oh he's shit. been okay. On it for the past um, year and um, it's it. it's-
2: <laughs> Yeah, I want to short it. I'll short it now. What is it? A card game?
10: It's a card game. Yeah.
2: Okay, that's not as bearish. Uh, you yeah, know, it's, it's- kind of cool. Okay, so PO's turned around.
0: Uh, there we no, go. No, it's still. If you're if you're gonna do the historical, what's the my thing is like, what's the narrative? Right, what's the narrative? Um, if the narrative is it's historical, then that's the narrative. If the narrative was historical and a bunch of people that created that narrative sold it for massive profits, like dumping it on people, and then now it's faded and they want to create a new narrative, that's a totally different story. It's either historical or it's not. I don't think you just suddenly make a game. People going to be, can't wait, can't wait for the DMs. I, I, I'll be surprised if they aren't already coming in. People get so, really pissed. Accident. if you. go ahead um
10: po the game was all i was always so the game tokens were part of the 10k um uh drop drop yeah so um they the game was all always part of it um whenever they dropped in uh 2019
4: they're gonna release the game next month and be like this
0: came out in 2017 (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly all right well can't wait for those dms from those folks uh signal you raised your hand during that was there something you wanted to add to that
5: yeah it was just on with us at elizabeth's point about porn and um uh, playboy and the sandbox i gotta say i'm bearish on the sandbox and 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 um playboy just because if anyone went to the wrecked guy uh party new york they threw it in the box and if you've been to the box you know what happens at the box if you haven't been to the box well what i saw was a very beautiful lady. She's dancing on stage. There's a bald man at the front row and she goes right up to him and like basically rubs her crotch on the top of his head like she's rubbing a magic eight ball on on his head he was the happiest man i have ever seen like his his, his bald head was shiny and just had a gyrating oh. crotch on it anyway, i'm getting uncomfortable listening this, to this. Is why, but this is why this is why i'm bearish on, on just playboy and sandbox and all that metaverse stuff. wait hold on can you
2: there's a missing gap here, so I heard that there's a party at the box, and a woman was running her box on the man's <laughs> head. What I'm trying to figure uh, out here though uh, uh, is like what was what, what does that have to do with playboy
5: play, because the whole point is is that. Playboy, soft porn, it just works better in real life than it does in the metaverse. But Jesse's hit on this many times. What I also wanted to say was the alpha that Node had dropped about Zeneca and a PFP, that is coming out. Uh, Zeneca has hinted that that will be coming out this year. He hasn't said when, but I imagine probably early autumn because he he did an interview about probably two, three months ago. Uh, and he he dropped it in there. And also, there was um, I, like I don't know if you have you guys been looking at the data, but Jenkins community their di- their diamond hand ratio looks very similar to what Aku looked like before the PFP. Yep extremely diamond handed they've waited one year for this book to come out in the same way that the arco community waited one year for this pfp to come out i'm not saying you're going to see those numbers where the floor went uh, where where the floor went super high and parabolic i'm not saying you're going to see that but i'm just saying keep an eye on that because i do think that there could be more potential upside just because of the diamond holder Uh, and the stats and the figures behind that
0: i just real okay. quick, signal. You said how Aku was uh, when we were talking. He's, he's, yeah, sorry, exactly. He's... When we were talking about it yesterday for plays under one ETH, there's 562 Akutars listed out of 15,000. So all the mathematicians can do the percentage on that. Just wanted to point that out. Go ahead, Nick. I mean, there's a lot of
2: projects with only a few hundred listed. Um, it, and I, it's interesting. It's not clear to me what that's necessarily indicative of. Like, basically... We see it with Moonbirds as an example. Moonbirds has a really high staking ratio, but that's only because when you buy it, like one of the first things that you're supposed to do is uh, nest it. But I did the same thing. I nested mine and then ended up selling. So I just took it out of the nest in a couple of seconds and then uh, immediately listed it. And we see those sorts of things happen. So really what you're talking about, like uh, if there's, A lower number is generally good. So that is a better place to be than a bunch being sold. That said, uh, you know, in any market, um, like if we were to look at stocks and be like, look at all the diamond handers, like Exxon Mobil, for example, what percentage of the shares are floating on any given day that are actually being traded? My guess is it's something that's comparable in the single digit percentages um, of that actual project or sorry. (laughs) In that case, they're a corporation. Um, but uh, yeah, I, it's it's not clear to me uh, what that's indicative of because we did just see the floor of um, Jenkins de Valet uh, adjust in the same way that you would expect any other project to do when they get an airdrop. So now the price of the book is 0. 0.25. The price of the floor is like point. Two or something like that I forget what I just said and so technically it's down from its peak right before um so yeah I don't know I, th- I think that it's interesting um to uh, note but it's not necessarily indicative holistically of the future of that the other thing I was going to say is it'll be interesting to see whether we or Zeneca drops their PFP first so I'll be curious to see what what happens there
5: just, well Zeneca's
0: just, he's coming on the show on Friday so we can ask him uh signal go ahead
5: So just very quickly on that point, Nick. What's interesting about Moonbirds is there there is a there's a carrot. There's like they've put a very very strong carrot for you to nest. Um, I would say that on Aku it was very organic, and I'm just seeing similarities to to, um, between the two communities that both of these communities have waited for more than a year to get to this point, to get to this book that they're all dying to read and, you know, want to know what happens. I just think they have a very organic community that want that like that want to oh, participate yeah, a- and want to be part of this story. So I see it, it, it is similar to Moonbirds, but I see it as more organic because there's not that sort of incentivized reward scheme, be a lounge point system.
2: I like yeah. the point system, but yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying about the community. And I've I, I like strong supporters of Jenkins de Valet over here. I, price action is what I'm interested in. Uh, and that that's a harder thing to um, account for. But what are we going to say, uh, Jesse, and then we have a bunch of hands raised.
0: We got the hands raised,
1: baby. Yeah, I'll defer to, I know, Elizabeth Moyen and Bell. so go ahead.
0: Elizabeth, the product manager from the Nifty, what's going on? Uh,
10: yeah, so the project that I wanted to bring up is on the fine art side. And that's, there's a Nina Chanel drop today. So she's a New York painter and they had done the mint for it. Uh, but it's through the gotta pass, so that pass has gone up 1.2 ETH overnight. So like, there's clearly some demand for this this lovely painter's art. Uh, so that should do well. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that kind of pans out.
0: All right. <laughs> sorry, I was what, muted. What, what, what yeah, no, said? sorry, my bad. I was speaking, dude. I hate dead air. Frog in that
7: throat, dude. Just jumped
0: right in there. Arr, arr. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna remember that for weeks. I hate dead air. So, so yo, know, sorry,
2: audience. what? No, it wasn't a dead air. Is what you said when you came back. It sounded like you were choking on something.
0: Yeah, that was me. Fl- that was that was panic. You just listened to absolute panic. It was like, wait, there was a second of dead air. I don't like that. Elizabeth, as usual, thank you for bringing up some some dope shit, especially in this market. The fine art stuff is popping. So between that and the art blocks drop, I mean, look, 500 uh, art blocks curated today. I mean, I don't know. Nick, Nick, what do you think of that? Real quick, quick take. What do you think of a 500-piece art blocks drop today at a market, a local bottom, perhaps? Uh, what do you think of that?
2: I haven't seen the piece, so that's the uh... – The piece doesn't matter. Let's be real. Well, it's art, so I actually would argue that it does. Um, <laughs> if there's one area that I'm looking for, am I interested in this thing? It's uh, it's with art. So visually, <laughs> I'm looking at it. Is Running Moon the na- Yeah, it looks like Running Moon is this thing. Um, and I don't know if you can still go to uh, Robston uh, Art Blocks if that still works, or was it Robston? I forget what their test network is that they that
0: they use. Um, so you can see what the generative work's going to look like.
2: Yeah, so the uh, it wasn't Robson, I'm blanking on the one that it is. Um Rink Rinkaby, I think is what it is. You can and just you go can, to the
7: site though and just see like at least one, you know, like one example.
2: Yeah, you see one, but I, I'm curious to see multiple. It looks like they don't have that one anymore, or maybe I'm just spelling it wrong. But the um, the bottom line is I'm not interested in this piece. I, I don't like the way that it uh, that it looks. But I also don't know much about the artist who is Alicia. Uh, hey, uh, man, I'm butchering this name. It's L I C I A H E. Um, I don't know enough about her, uh, but yeah. I mean, it looks like um, I'm just checking out her Instagram. F- her Instagram is pretty cool. Uh, I'm not. It's not my thing. So this piece is not my thing. Uh, I will not be participating. I think more indicative, or uh, what Node was saying, though, which is more interesting, is, is will this sell out? Uh, and my guess is, uh, Artblocks has actually struggled with a lot of their projects in uh, uh, recent months. I mean, if you just look at um, their website, there's a bunch of these that are like a fraction, like fractionally sold out, like 10% sold. And it's necessary for Artblocks to sort of do this, but it's it's kind of like is not good. And what it used to be is all of these used to mint out immediately, like within minutes. Yeah, And, and we're just not in that place anymore. And I don't see that necessarily turning around. Instead, what we're seeing is people move towards the stuff, which is known. And that's where they're headed with the art blocks. So I'm not super bullish on this just holistically.
7: Yeah, yeah. I think there, there is one play to be had, right. Which is, this is a curated drop. So those are obviously, uh, I think every single one of those has has minted out. Like, it will happen. It just depends on at what price point because it's the Dutch auction, right? So I think I think people will automatically, if it gets all the way down to .2, they're going to scoop them up because the floor on curated pieces alone is higher than that, I think. So that would be the mm-hmm. only play that I would make, I think.
2: There are some nice ones in curated. I love prints with these. That was the thing that uh, Fidenza's. Uh, eventually got was a physical version which is pretty awesome. Um, yeah the, I mean there's a lot of incredible art blocks uh, that are out there and you do raise a good point. I'm going back through all of the curated and they're all sold out. Uh, so mm. fa- fa- Fair point I'm not buying. Um, it's not my thing uh, this specific piece but uh, props that hopefully this is a good trade for some people.
0: All right. That was Nifty Nick's take. You have to decide if you're in the same camp as him or if you want to fade him. If you want to fade Nifty Nick, uh, then you know what to do. We got a guest of honor on stage. We have the largest individual holder of the Nifty Portal NFT, the largest non-institutional holder, if you will. Uh, Also, someone that recently had a viral tweet where he was detailing how he made $130,000 on a single NFT trade a few months ago. Absolute badass NFT motherfucking god. What's going on? <laughs>
12: Holy <laughs> shit. All right, I'll take that. Uh picked up a 33rd portal yesterday for the rest oh, of it, by the way. Let's go. Let's go. All right. so- ah! I expect that introduction literally anytime we communicate with each other.
0: <laughs> we also uh, looked, we also were the same height, lived in the same parts of New York at the same times, did the same jobs, and were wearing the same watch when we met in person. So you got a soft spot in my heart, uh, NFT God.
12: We also went to college right next to each other at the same time in Boston. So I've, yep. been, I've been stalking you for years now.
0: Yep, yep, yep. The long game.
12: Yeah, exactly. Now I finally made it onto your Twitter space. It's all worked out, so thank you for having me. (laughs) Is this the Uh, first time
0: you've been on the show?
12: No, no. I've been a few times before. I always have meetings from 9 to 10.30, so when I can get out early, I hop on stage. All righty. But real quick, I wanted to comment on a conversation you're having like 15 minutes ago, so I hope this doesn't come off as irrelevant, but we are talking a little bit about – listings i just think listings are the most overrated stat in like all of nfts like everyone always goes on discord and says oh my god only 15 listed or whatever so many project founders artificially mess with listings that it really doesn't mean anything at all and it can change so quickly as prices go up and down and i think that was kind of like proven yesterday with wizards like you look at wizards they were literally burning every nft that you listed and no one was paying even a 10th of what the floor price was. So it, it comes up a lot like the number listed when bull cases are made for projects. And from what I've seen, it just doesn't matter at all. It, 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 supply and demand, no one talks about the demand side. They only talk about the supply side and supply is so artificially messed with. So. I just wanted to comment on that. I know that was a conversation like 20 minutes ago. I just
0: had to get that off though. No, no. Hey, look, you're disagreeing with me, which means
12: uh, you're dead to me now, NFT. No, I'm just kidding. I I, I like that
0: take. Uh, with the project that you traded uh, for that 130 k gain, Look Labs, that was a big narrative with them was there's only X amount listed. There's only 80 listed. And obviously, you know, uh, not trying to like stomp on, on any any projects here, but they, they haven't performed well. Like your trade is probably from the most successful time in the history of that project uh so look man you got me thinking uh, the listing count is not as relevant as the market tries to present it as it's not
12: yeah for, for sure it's totally especially in nfts you can just mess with it so easily it's a like totally artificial number what you need to be looking at is demand look labs was doing interesting good things with demand because i guess people really liked weed and p2e games at the time <laughs> uh, and then they totally fucked it up by not delivering on literally anything. So, that's a much more critical factor than number listed. So, I, I think we agree on that, Nick.
0: Look at that. Uh well, come back anytime NFT god, the largest individual holder of the Nifty Portal. Uh what a badass. So, we got uh all these people <laughs> all these people on stage with their hands raised. I'm so excited. We only have 5 minutes left. It's always nice when there's 5 minutes left and I'm like, "Oh my god, how are we going to get to everybody? Everyone has something to talk about." So, this is great. Uh my guy Ben Jammit. What is going on?
4: Yo, I just wanted to um, give a shout out to NFT God uh, specifically because he, you know, I have read a a lot of articles and threads and stuff about Twitter engagement. And um, I want to just give you some flowers because you put out one of the best threads I've seen on Twitter engagement. I've actually shared with some of the projects that I advise with and, you know, glowing reviews all over You've been killing it on Twitter with your threads and stuff. Doing great job. So, uh, I, we haven't spoken before. I just wanted to, you know, give you your flowers there and uh, just say you've been doing a great job. And that thread, in particular, is definitely one I recommend people reading if they want to help
2: grow their audience. The- the that's sheer right. amount of respect being thrown on this so much guy, guy's name
0: is, like, hey, making me puke. Ladies and gentlemen, the best individual writer on Twitter, NFT God. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, any, I, appreciate that, <laughs> you, I appreciate um, that, Ben. Thanks for
12: treating me like a, a God. Thank
0: you, that's right. Uh, all right. Well, I want to hear what the Nodester is thinking about right now. We're going to get to everybody. We're going to run long if we have to. Go ahead.
12: No. Ben.
2: Let's just rat, let <laughs> just be quick with your comment, okay? NFT Nick gets We're really going crazy. long.
12: As
7: soon as as soon as you compliment another individual, NFT Nick gets very mad. So yeah, I, it, I understand yep. understand this. Two quick things. So uh one, there is something brewing over there in Goblin Town. They they released like another image of uh like a I don't even know what it is. So I'm I'm not qualified to talk about it. I still hold my goblin. So something's happening over there. And then the only other thing I'll mention is Zen Academy, they put out an interesting uh like a note like an official policy about how they uh want to treat their own project and how their employees like essentially trying to be it's like their ethics policy on how uh their own employees will be allowed to trade their nft like when they're not going to be allowed to trade it um and so that that policy alone was kind of interesting it kind of made me think that something is on the horizon uh soon you know just because of that um but i also like it i think you know, uh, it's worth taking a read because it kind of just outlines, you know, we're all kind of sick of all the insider trading and whatnot. And uh, I like how very straightforward he is on what their policies are.
2: We had discussed that, uh, documenting it, but I I think there's um, the, the, well, yeah, we were, we've discussed documenting it. I also noticed Goblin Town, as you were saying, is actually down from what the peak was that it was at um, which is interesting. I mean, if someone, if, if an employee is manipulating the price, they're just straight up fired. Well, I, mean, what, I, 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 I mean,
0: I, I, I was I going like well, to I, I, I say we got to put something like that together because, you know, Elizabeth's over here pumping and dumping the portal left and right, just probably the most unethical person uh, that I've worked just with. Just absolutely my outrageous. Yeah, fucking Elizabeth. But uh, anyway, we got Spencer with his hand raised. What's going on?
8: Yeah, I I just wanted to shout out something that happened last night, um, which we'll probably talk more about another day when there's more revealed. But um, the Devotion XYZ team, which is Andrew Wang, Psyduck, and um, Backseats ETH uh, announced that they are doing an art project together yesterday. Um, They didn't announce too much about what the project is, except that it would be episodic. But I think that's a really strong. When it looks like who's been building and who's coming out with stuff in the bear market, like that's a very very strong founding team, and it's it's kind of what I think a lot of people wanted the original Cool Cats to be, was people like those coming together through that community. And so it's just I'm I'm very interested to watch. Um, and wanted to shout that project out, um, because I'm excited about it.
0: Monster shout out! And uh, in case you're wondering, I was joking about Elizabeth. We we love Elizabeth. She's never listed a portal before. Uh, Mike G with his hand raised. What's going on?
11: So, I just wanted to say some nice things about NFT God. Um, no, no, I'm, just no. Kidding, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> oh, come in, on, actuality,
4: come on. in actuality. <laughs> come on, Pio. Let him go. <laughs> uh,
11: so, this is maybe me just saying I told you so, but also something to watch. Uh, the board Ape Yacht Club basketballs over the last two days have suddenly gone up to a <laughs>
0: You point- love the basketballs. They dude. are up
11: to. When I mentioned them, they're point zero eight 008 at a .29 floor. Wow. What? And
0: two days ago.
11: Trade. Two days ago, they... Uh, they tweeted out or uh, round 21 uh, tweeted out and then deleted a tweet that included a thing that uh, a line item of their talk that said uh, BAYC jerseys. So I don't know if that's legitimate or if that's actually what the second item is, but just seeing that even a little bit of reminder of that NFT has caused it to 4X is just something to keep track of. I'm probably dumping some if they stay around 0.35, just because I have a bunch of them. But uh, if, if attention goes back off of them, I think it's worth looking into again. Because once they do announce something, people are going to suddenly remember that NFT.
0: Hey, Micah, you've been, you've been long. Like, you are the probably the, the longest holder of that NFT. Uh, you've been on it for so long. I remember the first time you were talking about the basketballs. I feel like it was a few weeks after the dogs came out. So it was a long time ago. Uh, you had an ape at that time, I think. Uh, Bell, you have your hand raised. What's going on?
9: Yeah, I wanted to uh, add to the um, NFTs under one floor. floor. Um, don't forget about my BFF.
10: Oh. It has
9: been, yeah, it's been vacillating between 0.3 something, 0.32, and it's a super thin floor. It has been for the last couple of weeks, all the way up to like 0.5. So that's a really good one to hop in and out of. And then the other thing is Neil, Neil Strauss, that so we were talking about his book. Um, my own, so this is his second NFT book. He actually wrote one for the Lit collaboration. Uh, if you remember that, yeah, that wow, whole story, yeah. Wow. And that one, I had one of those and wrote it all the way up to two ETH because I you know, I had strong conviction it's Neil Strauss, for goodness sake. Well, no, it dropped all the way down to like point two, I wanna say. So that's one to round trip round trip. So that's one that if you plan on selling it, get in quickly.
2: If 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 you have a book and it's worth uh nine thousand dollars <laughs> in general, it's a good decision to sell it, lesson learned. Uh, I wonder if Neil Strauss in this uh, book is also gonna teach nft people uh how to get laid because uh that's something <laughs> that could uh you know we could well, all use some advice everyone's so familiar with
4: him
0: <laughs> literally like that's the funniest part it's it's such
2: a perfect the nft space is a bunch of dudes that read the game like let's just be clear <laughs> plus five percent women uh so, so ten percent. that Jenkins book is
11: just him and Jenks, Jenkins discussing how to get the ladies? <laughs> it's just the They're game
2: just
0: <laughs> with Jenkins in it.
2: <laughs> um, He's like, uh, the valet, let me tell you about the strategy. This is how you meet the best women. You know, they come into the restaurant that I'm working at, yep. and uh, you know, you can swipe them directly from their men. Like, it's just easy because yeah, those guys
11: nag their car. Make sure you nag their car a little bit when they drive
2: up. Like, oh, yeah, it's it just a Lamborghini. <laughs> oh, j- the- you just got a Lamborghini. I've had, I've seen 15 of these today.
8: The valet uh, it's has, a, it's a si- just a mutant ape, you know, wow.
0: <laughs> the valet has got to nag their PFP. Yeah. The valet is stealing all the girlfriends of the apes that are lent or that are valeting <laughs> cars. So that's the, that's the, um, that's,
2: that's the story game. that we're going with. Also a quick note. I wanted us to. Uh, I noticed that Moonbirds or Kevin Rose shared an edited version of his internal meetings. I was thinking that we could actually do an internal meeting for our internal like, meetings, like like a parody of that video. <laughs> so we're just gonna we're just gonna do a version of that where it's like roadmap. Uh, so we're gonna be like scissors to dick Q three. Like how are we thinking about uh, what are the business plans here? We're gonna be like man, you know just. Scissors to dick. Uh, I, I, I just think we should, uh, and then someone's going to come up with some great ideas. Um, anyways, that's just an <laughs> idea run through my mind at the moment.
0: I like it. Uh, well, we had some hands raised, but they've put their hands down. Captain um, Kicks
2: made 57% on his trade.
0: In like during the duration of the show? Yeah. Wow, the kickster. All right, I'm going to let Kixie on stage real quick well, to talk about that because I'm sure he's charged up right now. I mean, I would just say,
2: uh, congrats, dude. You made a few hundred dollars. Great. Uh, I'm really excited for you, man. Kickster.
3: Thank you. I just needed an acknowledgement from Nick.
0: The, all right. Well, anyway. So he was
2: trading options. I didn't realize the, the, the man was trading options, uh, and that's why he won. But we all know that whatever, like, when are you exiting? That's the real question.
3: I'm exiting on Friday, dude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make, like, 300% off of this. Everyone, trust in Marin. She said today is the last day of the downward trend. Tomorrow we ride.
0: Well, there you go. That's (laughs) the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Hope you enjoyed it. We do this show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 1030 a.m. Shout out to our Do you have music on? FTX. Sign up at the nifty.com slash FTX or with the code the nifty on your FTX mobile app. We're going to have Zeneca on the show on Friday. Tomorrow's show will be sponsored by a music NFT platform called Token Tracks, and there will be a giveaway. They've gotten like 10 million in funding, so you know that they're up to something. Uh, check us out on YouTube later since apparently the NFT space doesn't know that we have YouTube. We'll catch you next time.